What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today, got a really interesting one. I hope, I hope you're in for a nice surprise. Uh, it has to deal with a brand new alien species I've never heard of before, as well as space pirates, space mafias, and much, much more. So, let's get into it. What's this new alien species, and where did I get the info? That's what you want to know, right? Let's get to the meat and potatoes. So, uh, I've been watching, like, you know, a lot of Gaia episodes, especially uh, with Randy Kramer hosting. Um, I'm sorry, not Randy Kramer hosting. Emery Smith hosting. And then this one has Randy Kramer as the guest. Randy Kramer's telling us about this species that he encountered that uh, has been known to be what he calls a mercenary. Uh, basically out for money. <laughs> and if you think about it, like it just sounds like, you know, Boba Fett from like Star Wars or something strange like that. But in all honesty, we all need money to survive. We all need resources to survive. So how do we do that? We do what we need to do to survive. We, we work for someone. Uh, you can work for yourself and earn money, but you're still working for somebody. You're still selling something to someone or you're providing a service and they're providing a service. So these guys are um, providing a service and going out and doing what they need to do, whether it's intelligence gathering or taking someone out or whatever the case is, theft, whatever the case is. So these entities are plasmoid type creatures, uh, which Randy Kramer states uh, means that they appear uh, to be made of like some sort of like, like jelly-like substance when, when you actually see them. Um, they have kind of what you would think of as like the star-shaped body, the head, the uh, the arms, the legs, but they, uh, they're they made of like this jelly mold. And he states that um, they can, they can shapeshift, being that they're basically made of jelly, they can shapeshift and they can maneuver into small areas, you know, to get into what they need to get, whether it's information, technology, um, changing something, snagging someone, whatever the case is, he states they come from the Hydra system. So that's going to be something I'm going to have to research because I don't know anything about the Hydra system. In all, all honesty, I don't know much about 
the solar systems and the, the constellations and all that stuff. But um, uh, let's see if there's anything on here about the Hydra system. Hydra star system. Let's see what it has to say. Hydra constellation. It's the largest of 88 modern constellations measuring 1,300 square degrees. And it is also the longest over 100 degrees. What is the myth of the Hydra constellation? Well, that's just a myth made from our own brains. But the Hydra system also has, uh, it's included among the 48 constellations listed by the 2nd century astronomer Ptolemy. It commonly represented as looking like a water snake. It straddles the celestial equator. Where is it in the night sky? I don't know, man. But I do know what he's talking about. And so he's talking about that these guys come from the Hydra system and they're plasmoid-like creatures, mercenaries, and um, they're not the only ones. That's a really interesting thing. But what, what else about these species really stands out? Well, for one example, they have this, he states they have this like, uh, neon-colored light inside that seems to glow. It could be from the energy that resonates within them. Um, you know, we're all electricity, right? So the energy would be within them. He says they have the ability to take their mass and move it into di different textures and sh different shapes. Um, so it makes them easy to be sneaky. Um, so they've, he says they've accepted that role in their universe, and they're really good at being sneaky. Um, and maybe pretending to be something that they're not. So they're mercenaries, assassins. Um, they'll work for money. And they'll work for other species as well as their own. Um, they're not necessarily evil, he states. He states that they're, they basically don't have a concern for other species, um, you know, belief systems or ethical moral center. He states that, you know, basically they have their own belief system and that they're, it doesn't always align with other species. Kind of makes sense, right? I mean, just look at humans, man. We we do whatever we want on this planet. We really don't care about any other species. Oh, you you ants have uh, your home here. Well, we're just gonna dig it up, or we're gonna freaking throw some melting melting aluminum down in there and just make ourselves uh, a fun little uh, ant art replica of your home. Um, you know, it's just we do whatever we want. So why is it so much that we have to like you know say everyone else is bad? When we're always doing our own thing and going by our own rules and regulations. So um, I find it fascinating that he states that it's not only these plasmoid-like creatures that are out there doing their own thing. It's also other creatures. <clears throat> he states that there's plenty of, of areas in space that are basically unpoliced, right? Space is wide. So he also stated that there are areas that are basically have basically taken been taken over by uh, mafia-like groups or you know like alien groups that want to control a territory, like a gang, um, an alien gang. But um, it's not that unheard of, you know what I mean? I mean, have you ever seen The Walking Dead? What happens after uh, your entire world collapses? You form into groups and you form into gangs and you have your territory and then that evolves into nations, right? But there's plenty of just territories that have no policing, right? Not just within, I'm not talking about the United States. I'm talking about like 
weird areas on the earth, right? That are just, they have no policing on them. They're just so out there. They're so far away, like an island. Like there's thousands of islands in the Philippines. There's islands that are out in the oceans, totally unpoliced, right? You can go and do whatever you need to do there. But what these gangs do is they, they find these routes that are really unpoliced and they find that if any, any species is transporting any goods that are of value, they will block off those routes and they will take those items and they will charge you a fee for crossing them. They'll tax you for it. They'll, they'll charge you a toll. Um, so, so those species exist. So it, I find it fascinating that these plasmoid creatures exist. Now, it's not just Randy saying it, though. It's Emery saying it, too. Now, Emery, as you know, has been a guy who is, who was a lab rat, okay? This guy is a scientist. He was the one that was cutting up 3,000 different tissues of different alien species, right? He had, he had worked on these plasmoid creatures. He dissected them after they had come in. He said he worked on them. He saw them. And uh, he had cut them up. Now, these guys sound very similar to one of the podcasts I had done recently about a, a red bio ship. And the bio ship resembled very, very closely to the species that was flying that ship. And they were both very gelatinous-like. Um, almost, they were made of the same material, he stated. The ship was made of the same material as the alien. Uh and it was a biomaterial. It wasn't like a metal. It was like it was like a fleshy-like substance on the outside, at least. Um, so that's really fascinating, and it just makes me wonder. Like you know, it doesn't. I'm not saying those are the same species, but it is interesting how closely related they seem to be, at least you know, from a characteristic standpoint. So, if these bio entities exist, or or these these um, plasmoid-like bio entities exist. There's others out there too. Um, and they seem to be doing whatever they want. It, it's really interesting because it kind of reminds me of like some of these like X-Men movies or these superhero movies where, um, or if you've seen the show on uh, DC flat, the flash, right? Fastest man on the planet. Well, one of the characters in there is a guy named Ralph Dibney. Ralph Dibney is the elongated man. His body can morph into anything it needs to, Right. It can, it can become flat, it can become big, so on and so forth. Just like um, uh, Reed in uh, the Fantastic Four, Dr. Reed, right? Uh, he can do the same thing. So it's funny that like these ideas that we have in television shows are so perfectly replicated in the real world. <laughs> it, you know, it's just one of those instances where the, uh, reality mimics art and art mimics reality and you know, the two always cross paths some way, some form, you know, uh, it's very fascinating to me. So what do you think about this now? Now that we have this information, what do we do with it? Well, we can theorize and we can talk about it and have fun with it. But at the end of the day, there's only so many people that know about these creatures. It's very, very few. Uh, very rarely are you going to encounter one of these things and live to talk about it because most of the time, if you see one, they came and you're seeing them for a reason and they want you. Um, and you're not going to be able to do anything about it. Um, so yeah, there it is. That's what I know. Now there's another podcast I'm going to do right now and share it with you. So I'm going to get off this one because there was something really interesting that he talked about in this, this particular episode. And it was a little terrifying, to be honest. So I'm going to share it in the next podcast. So 
I hope you guys are taking care of yourself, staying positive, staying, uh, you know, enlightened, taking care of your physical health, your spiritual health, your emotional health, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, and as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.